0: Hey girl, it's Krista, host of the Flourish and Free Podcast. Thank you so much for being with us again today. Last week we started the conversation of trauma and how past trauma can prevent us from starting and beginning again. It could hold us back in fear in life and in business and it could make us feel paralyzed and stuck. Okay, so while we talked about some of the really important things regarding trauma, I wanted to share a little bit more because I didn't feel like that conversation was enough. For the sister who is struggling, who's in a deep dark place, I want to address those things here to you today because I I too have walked through some really hard traumatizing things in my life and especially over this past year. So if you're ready to dive in just a little bit deeper, get a little bit more intimate, get to know each other on a little more vulnerable level, let's continue this conversation together and get to the nitty gritty on what trauma looks like and how to overcome in very positive, godly, biblical, and uh, conquering ways. Okay, so let's just talk about trauma. And this is part two because I feel like there's so much more to unpack and say. Um, when you're dealing with trauma, oftentimes it can be paralyzing. I know that I've walked through different circumstances that have left me feeling so secluded and alone. And you don't know how to trust, you don't know who to talk to. And it's almost as though if you share those pieces of yourself out loud, it makes them even more real and it makes you vulnerable for whoever you tell because you're exposing like deep, intimate places of your heart. Now, there may be times where you need to see a therapist or a counselor or someone who can walk you through these things because you don't want to have to tell someone. But if you're in a position where you really just need a friend, (sighs) remember that true friends are going to be there for you and they're going to know... how to comfort you and what to say that is number 1 if they're a christian and number 2 if they've if they've seen your circumstances and they have this birds eye view into your life so i feel like you have to be a little bit vulnerable and start to let people in it's a it's a two way street in relationships and if you keep those deep pieces of yourself hidden you never get to fully understand um, what's going on on the other side and so I'm a a huge advocate for guarding your circle, guarding, um, who you let in to trust, to speak to, to receive wisdom from. Um, it's so important to choose wisely because these are things that you shape so much of your, your everyday. Um, when I look at my own situations and my own trauma, I can tell you my biggest mistakes. I keep things to myself. I usually don't let people know when my world is crumbling um, because I'm embarrassed, number one, or number two, because I just don't, I'm worried about what people will say. I'm worried about what people will think. You know, that's an outer facade, like, I'm fine, everything's fine, it's fine, I'm fine, right? (laughs) When you hear someone tell you they're fine, question that. Like, dig a little deeper, maybe pray for them and see what the Lord puts on your heart because 9 times out of 10 they're not fine. Something's going on in their life that they could use someone to talk with. And through the past couple years with what's, what's happened in our entire world, we're all carrying some sort of baggage. We we truly are. There's not one single person that I can say has not walked away from this world unscathed. And I know scripture warns us of certain things happening in end times and their birth pains. We're to look up because our redemption's drawing near. But we still have to deal with the things that are right in front of us. If you hide your trauma away and you don't address it... It's going to crumble you from the inside out. Please take it from me. I, I tell you from experience. I've walked through this even in this past year and a half, and there's still things that I'm carrying that I fully haven't been set free from, that the Lord is working on my heart to, to work me through. But I just want to point you to the fact that you're not the only one. I'm sure that there's someone in your life that can hear what you have to say. And if there's not, I would reach out to someone in your church. I wouldn't stop till you find that person. And I'm not going to say, go to them first, because often I even find myself, and I don't know about you, but I'll ask myself, have I prayed about it more than I've talked about it? I want to make sure that the first thing I'm doing is going to the Lord. I want to like bear all laid at his feet. Sometimes we don't even know what to say to him, sister. Oh, Remember, that's when he says it's like the groanings of the Holy Spirit go up to heaven and the Lord receives those prayers because he like sends what we need to the father, right? And I've sat there before at my kitchen table, not even knowing what to say. In fact, I did it this morning over something. I was like, Lord, I don't even know how to pray. It's so heavy. I can't even put it into words help you know it's like help might be the only words and he knows your heart and he knows your needs and he knows the things that you're struggling with so i just want to encourage you first and foremost cry out to help from the lord seek him on it if you need to get in a consistent devotion on the specific you know topic of something you're struggling with find that there's so many resources online i'm sure you could even type it into the bible app or you can ask a friend um Or just Google it. I don't know. There's gotta be something out there. (sighs) But seek the Lord. Pray, pray. If you if you can, I would encourage you to fast because fasting isn't just something you do, it's actually like an experience. It's it's surrendering yourself and like dying to the flesh and replacing it with living water from the Holy Spirit that is like poured out, flowing from heaven. In abundance and he will flow it right over you. And sometimes you may get that immediate response from him, or other times you may have to wait because he's in a season of preparing that next step. So don't quit, don't give up. Do what you know you should to access the Lord. Repent from sin or bitterness you may be hanging on to, maybe offer forgiveness. Because bitterness and unforgiveness for what you're you've endured really only continues to traumatize you more. It's not hurting the other person because you're imploding from the inside out. So sister, as you listen to this, and as you hear these things, ask yourself, do I have something I need to repent of? Do I have unforgiveness in my heart? Do I, have I sought the Lord for these things? Have I, have I, you know, prayed? Have I, you know, fill in the blanks? Have you sat down to worship? These are all steps you can take. But listen, when you're frozen, like I said, it's so hard to feel like you can move. I remember when I was in my early twenties and I had been through a string of long-term relationships that were very hard, really abusive relationships, some physically, some emotionally, some both. Um, and it, it was just heartbreaking. I lived on my own. I'd been on my own since I was 16. If you haven't heard my testimony, you can head over to Instagram and um I shared brief like some it, it's it's a lot but it's I didn't share my whole story cuz I I mentioned in there that I wanted to preserve certain things to talk to my children first before I blasted certain things over social media so I'm waiting for the Lord's timing and my discernment on that um before I put things out publicly but you can hear my story and you can hear what I walked through and I lived on my own since I was 16 and I remember just being so broken I remember um being cheated on for the gazillionth time, I had had this happen for an entire three years. I didn't know it was happening at the time because my suspicions though, they grew like everybody lied to me. Everybody knew what this, this man was doing to me, but nobody had the courage to tell me and everybody covered for him. Mostly, these are people that were friends with him. But as other women, it's like if you see a woman getting walked over, I know we don't always feel like it's our place, but oh, sometimes I feel like, gosh, just tell the girl, you know, like help her, help her to see. But that's neither here nor there. I say all this to say I was broke, broken, just my spirit was just a mess. And I was alone in my apartment. And I felt like I couldn't even get up to do the everyday things. I couldn't clean my house. I couldn't wash my clothes. I could not function. I was in that space and I would just sit there. And I think that was a moment Like I can look back and realize I was in true heartbreak and depression. After all the things I had walked through, I just couldn't handle anymore. And the only way that I could actually move and do the everyday tasks was if someone would get on the phone with me and just talk to me. I just had to talk. It didn't have to be about my trauma, it didn't have to be about anything. It literally just was talk to me because if you could speak to me, I can get up and walk around. I can move, I could wash my clothes, I could clean my home, I could, you know, get ready, whatever that looks like like I want you to give yourself permission and to explore options of ways that help you function. And I want you to stop punishing yourself for feeling the way you feel because your feelings are real and valid. Maybe the enemy is taking them and magnifying and using them in in bad ways, or maybe you really just feel this way. Your experience is warranted for it and you just need time to get through it. But whatever that looks like... Do what you have to do to be able to start taking steps to get out of that space. Sometimes it's just that one simple thing it's that one simple thing of just getting on the phone to take your mind off things, to be able to call a friend and just talk about the weather if for you know no other idea of what to say. Um, and just and just and move, just move because one step forward makes you be able to take another step and then another step. And before you know what you're moving and that movement does something physically in the body. And, you know, even if it's like you take a walk outside on your phone, um, as you're talking, you're getting in the sun, you're getting nourishment outside from that. And you need that to fuel your body. So I just want you to know, like whatever this looks like for you in your season, it's okay, but try to find that one thing that helps you to actually be able to move. I think sometimes we feel like we've cried out for help. We've done certain things. I know like if I've reached out to someone and I've kind of said just enough, you know, to where I might hint that I really need to talk to somebody. Um if they don't respond to that with like a call or or making some kind of plan to get together or they're like, "Oh, I'm not free." You know, "Let's do it another time." It's almost like you quit on it. You're like, "Okay." That's it. You know, I don't have anybody. We let those thoughts spiral. Um, We let those things go through our mind and we feel like, okay, well, I've tried to talk to this person or I've gotten brave to even pick up the phone to text that person and I'm not getting anywhere. I want you to know that you're not alone. It feels like it it feels like it. I mean, I've told myself I have no one to talk to. I don't know who to go to for this. I've tried reaching out to this person. I've tried reaching out to that person. They clearly don't know understand understand how bad it is. And I have a feeling that if I would just say, "Listen, I am crumbling here. I really need you right now. I need, you know, will you please meet me, you know, at this coffee shop? Will you please pick up the phone and let's get on, the, you know, a call right now? I'm sure that if we actually did that, they would do it. But what is it that's holding us back? Is it our pride? Because for me, it probably is. Because I'm, I think, oh, I've done enough. I've I've sent this message. You know, I've said I really would love to talk. Um, I've got some things going on. And the, the truth is, because everybody's got some things going on, they don't realize how deeply impacted you are by your specific things. So uh, you may just need to tell them, you know, you may just need to say, I'm broken right now. And I'm not expecting you to fix me, but I just need to to be able to get this off my chest to someone and just feel free just for even being able to speak the words, you know? So I mean, even when we don't even know the words to say. Oh, sister, I, I have so much compassion for you if you're in this season, because I've walked through just so many hard things in my entire life. And the reason that I come in and share is because I don't ever want anyone to feel alone. I don't ever want you to feel confused and not know what to do or as though you're the only person struggling. Um, You're not. And there's other people who know how you feel. And sometimes it's just getting up the courage um, to be able to speak it. So over on Instagram, I put a list together of things that you can do to stop being stuck and frozen, and I'm going to share them with you here because I feel like it's going to be worth it to just offer some suggestions. Now, it's not all inclusive. I mean, everybody's got their own thing, so I want you to you know, take this with a grain of salt and choose what works best for you. Um, I always say take the best and leave the rest so the first thing that I'm going to suggest is exercise because honestly, sister, getting your body moving and actually um – getting those endorphins flowing as a physical effect it's a trigger to the brain to produce the happy hormone serotonin and you need that so that you can you know boost your mood and so just getting active if it's getting outside if it's taking a walk if it's doing a quick routine but something even just getting out of your house and going to the gym and walking on a treadmill is better than just sitting doing nothing and so if you can get yourself a workout buddy or someone to walk with even just doing that is going to make such a change another th- suggestion i have is actually fueling your body with the supplements that you could use so that they would target those specific either hormonal or emotional things. There are times where our body's lacking because physically we're carrying these feelings and the organs that are within us. And so we need to release. We need to walk through maybe a detox. We need to walk through maybe incorporating things that boost our mood and help us. Um, there's lots of things out there that you can look into. And if you want some suggestions, you can always personally reach out to me. I'm not going to advertise them here in this space, but I want you to know that it's not wrong to supplement. Putting these things in your body makes such a difference, especially like you might realize it could be as simple as adding vitamin B, um, a full complex, and a vitamin D because if you're not – feeling the energy that you need, you could be low on on B&D. So those would be a couple suggestions even that you could quick go to a nutrition store, get a really quality supplement and start putting those into your body and then hopefully you'll see that change. Um, Gut support is really good for emotions too. It affects that when we have leaky gut, it it affects so many other parts of our body. So consider actually physically addressing the things within because supplementing that way can also help you work through this too. Um, Another suggestion that I have is you know, going for a drive, uh, getting yourself out there, sitting in a space that makes you feel peace, um, using that time to pray, using it to just focus, maybe journal because a lot of people really process through the hard feelings through journaling and you might just need to get it out of your system and then tear it up and walk away. Like even emoting in that way is so stinking healthy. Um, You could send yourself a voice message. A lot of times I find that if I just speak it out loud and get rid of it that way, since I don't always like to uh, process through writing, I'm able to be free of those things that I've been hanging on to. So it's all a process of what you find that works best for you. I'm also going to suggest deep Breathing. like Get yourself out of panic attack mode when all the feelings surge and you feel like you cannot calm yourself. You have to breathe in super deep. Hold it and then breathe out through your mouth and just get your body regulated. During those times of extreme stress, we can forget. We can give into the moment and it's up to us to try as much as we can. Um, to regulate and put it back in place, and so deep breathing is good. Um, laying down, putting your hands on your heart and on your on your stomach, and just feeling that air flow in and out. Um, speaking things that are truth and positive over your life. The affirmations that God has put in scripture about who he says you are. Those are really good reminders to bring your mind centered and back on track. A lot of what we deal with is in our mind and it isn't in our heart. And it's also stored in organs in our body. So attacking the mind with truth, blast out the negative things, blast out the lies because Satan will take your trauma and use it to magnify his hand on your life. He wants to keep you bound in chains and God. God wants to set you free and so when you realize that and when you see the true attack of your spiritual warfare on your life you can combat it with truth. And so I'm going to share a few truths with you that hopefully will walk you through these things and that you can look up or write down in your notes and keep for those really really hard days. So whether or not you believe these things, these are true about you, and this is who you are in Christ Jesus. So your faith becomes effective, and acknowledging every good thing in you is so important when you put these truths into your mind and solidify them into your heart. So I want you to take a notebook out and write these things down, or just stand in the mirror and repeat after me, I am made in the image and likeness of God. I am a child of God, skillfully, wonderfully, and marvelously made. I am loved, precious, forgiven, cleansed, valuable, and God's delight. I am created for great things that God has prepared for me. I am a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are made new. I am sanctified, elect, made holy, righteous, and pure. I am saved by grace through faith so that all the promises are mine. I am justified freely by grace, enjoying peace with God. I am chosen by God and precious, a royal priest, holy and set apart as his. I am a king and a priest and rule and reign in life. I am victorious every day by the greater one that is in me. And this is a good one to remember. I am victorious every day by the greater one that is in me. Remember God's strength is made greater in our weakness. I am delivered from the powers of darkness and Sister, you can look this up in first peter two nine Colossians one thirteen and fourteen and Colossians two verse fifteen. I am delivered from the powers of darkness. I am redeemed from the curse, and the devil's power is destroyed galatians three thirteen first john three eight I am given authority over the enemy, and he is under my feet. Luke ten nineteen, Ephesians 1, Ephesians three ten, Hebrews 2, 8. I am anointed, led, directed, and I hear his voice. I am God's daughter and a citizen of heaven. I am an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. I am heir of the world. All things are mine. I am a partaker of God's divine nature, and I have been given all things. I am an heir of eternal life. My eternal life has already started. I am kept in safety and surrounded by angels, so I am never afraid. Remember this when you are fearful. I am kept in safety and surrounded by angels, so I am never afraid. Psalm ninety-one, eleven, Hebrews 114, Joshua 1, 9. Reference these things, sister. I am strong with the Lord's power and his joy is my strength. I am doing all things through Christ because all things are possible. I am casting all my cares on the Lord and worry about nothing. I am getting all my needs met by Jesus as he abundantly supplies. I am blessed with all spiritual and natural blessings, everything I will ever need. I am reaping rewards and increase and give freely because I am already blessed. I am blessed coming in and going out and the blessings overtake me. These are just a few sister I have so many more and I think what I'll do is um link these in the show notes so that you can have access to them so that you can speak them over yourself and that you can have all the scripture references these are important to note because. The attack begins in our mind and Satan loves to go there, but you can fight right back. And there is power with this double-edged sword, the word of God. And this is exactly how Jesus, when he was in the wilderness, this is how he rebuked the enemy. It's the power he took because Satan knew scripture too. And Satan tried to take scripture and and, uh, twist it against him. But Jesus, he also knew how to combat it. And he was able to rebuke the enemy. And when he did, he fled. And we have the same power in Christ. Okay, so I know that speaking life and truth over yourself, it's not a quick band aid to take away all the pain. It's not going to erase what you're struggling with, but building belief in these things will help as you go along the way. Trauma takes time to deal with, it is not an instant or quick fix. And I remember talking to a sweet friend of mine who was going through the trauma of a loss of her child. Her child, passed away from a vaccine injury. She was only two. And she just remembers screaming and crying out after being triggered um, at a restaurant. She walked in and there was a mom with her daughter who was about eight years old. And she realized in that moment, I will never be that mom with my eight-year-old daughter. I will never be that mom with my child when they're getting married. and my heart breaks, just thinking about this for her, because hearing her story... Just struck a chord in my heart as a woman, as a mom myself, and especially as a mom of someone who was faced with a similar instance in their own life this past year. And so, just hearing her and recognizing her grief and how she walked out of that restaurant and got in her car and was screaming at the Lord, she was so angry. It is okay. It is okay, sister, to be angry with God. It is okay to be upset and to be angry with your circumstances and to be hurt and to be frustrated and to feel like no one gets it. But listen, God is big enough for your anger. Remember that. She told me her friend walked out of the restaurant and listened to what she had to say and how it wasn't fair and all the things, right? And she said, it's okay. You can tell that to God. He is your, He is able to handle the depth of your anger. And he will be there and he will understand. So I want you to know I don't think trauma is a quick fix. I don't think that just speaking God's truth is going to make the hurt go away instantly. I don't think talking with it to someone about it is going to dull the pain. But I think that if you hold it in, you will implode. And if you ignore it, you will shut down. And if you keep going and pressing on and all the things because you're in survival mode, because stuff have to get done and you just, you need to do the things. This is what I've done before. So I speak from experience, like you just go, go, go because you, you got to do what you got to do. If you do that and you never address the pain, it will sneak up on you. You'll get sick. You'll carry it in you. It'll come out in different ways, um, and before you know it, it's gonna attack you anyway. So please recognize it, face it, deal with it, and do what you have to do to work to find that healing. Sister, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for diving a little deeper into the topic of trauma. Thank you for hearing pieces of my story and then hearing some of the solutions I offered that hopefully you can apply to yours. I don't ever want to assume or presume that a podcast is a be-all end-all solution, even though I gave some very practical tips. I want you to know that it is okay to reach out to someone for help. In fact, I strongly recommend it if you're in a place where you just need to really take it to the next level. The most important thing is that you work through healing and find someone that can help you do it. So don't be proud and don't hold back. Really seek to find a way to overcome. Thank you so much for being here. If you were blessed by this podcast or you know someone who needs these words, please leave a review and please share this with them. We really do need to pass these things along and help build each other up. I can't wait to talk to you at the next episode. Have a great day.